Hello, friends. Welcome to Originality Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Dalton, and joining me today, as always, or at least most of the time, <laughs> is our show's awesome producer, Amanda Foster. What's up? Today, we are continuing our series on paths, which, if you don't know, traditionally in the Enneagram, we have these different sides of our personality that we're connected to, and they're talked about as stress path, growth path. That's the way it's always been talked about, but more recently, a lot of Enneagram teachers have talked about how we get good and bad characteristics from both of those numbers. And it's really just a different side of our personality rather than being the number we go to in stress or the number that we need to be like in growth, instead of the end goal being not being your number, Mm -hmm. utilizing those different sides of your personality to grow and develop skills and balance out some of the tensions that are um, just inherent in those different sides of who we are. And be able to use all of our personality and be healthy within all of that in order to show up to life more well-rounded and able to just do and love people better. Mm -hmm. And it makes sense. Yeah. I feel like from experience, yeah, definitely pulling good and bad of both paths. Yeah. So today we are talking about type seven, which it's always, it's always fun. (laughs) To talk about type seven. It's going to be a good one. (laughs) Um, I'm a seven, if you didn't already know. Mm -hmm. Um, Always the hardest episodes for me to research and to write because sevens like to selectively learn things about themselves and reframe things. So when I am trying to learn about the seven, Mm -hmm. I will literally go back through books that I've already read and be like, I totally selectively did not read that whole section because I could not handle that. That's crazy. But I have prepared the uh, (laughs) paths episode for you painstakingly on type seven. So for type sevens that move to one, which is traditionally the stress path, but we're not talking about it that way. It's just another side of their personality. So when they lean into that whole other side of their personality, they tend to have a clarity around their values and beliefs. They may grow in grounding in the world of their imaginations and in having realistic standards and limitations about their ideas. Mm. They may be more open to utilizing structure and routine as a way of helping them thrive. They tend to grow in discipline. They grow in utilizing critical analysis as they think about their goals and dreams. And they tend to grow in the tension of balancing, having a disposition of of enthusiasm versus seriousness and a resistance to limitation versus over-regulating themselves. So, so much Mm. there. They can also have a tendency to be more aware of their anxiety and frustration. So it may, they may even struggle with those things more just because they're more aware. They may struggle more with perfectionism and it may actually increase their struggle with discipline by the fact that they're being harder on themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, they can become more frustrated with themselves and focused on the past, fixating on regrets and missed opportunities. Mm. So, you know, yeah. see, this is a seven that has spent a lot of time at one. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I, speaking as a seven, that I feel like I'm, I'm a very one-ish seven mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. I, I love that side of my personality. Like, I love the 
like ability that I have to organize and to step in. Like there's a leadership strength in that side of my personality of strategy and have being able to create a clear path and a clear structure that I only would have access to having spent time at one. Mm -hmm. And of course, there's a lot that I've had to battle with perfectionism and in creativity and in how I do research. There's definitely been a wrestling that happens when you're a seven that is spending time at one. But there's also, I think, so much beauty around stepping into confidence over what you believe. Um, Not that, not with certainty being the goal, but just passion and conviction. Um, and I think there, that that's a really beautiful side to sevens that I, I don't think a lot of people give them credit for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think the seven can almost be like taken aback by that one side, like almost like surprised and overwhelmed by like those tendencies? Oh yeah. I think it's really confusing. I think especially when you're growing up, it's really confusing because you're like, you know, you may struggle with time management and you may struggle with, um, perfectionism or have a harsh inner critic at times, but then you're also this like perceived, especially as a very carefree person, a very like, and, and then at the same time, like you're being hard on yourself Mm -hmm. and being frustrated with other people about the same struggles. And I think it's, I think all of those things are very confusing. Mm -hmm. I think it's, um, because the one in the seven are, uh, opposing in so many ways. Yeah. Um, it's, I think for both ones and sevens, the, when you lean into that side of your personality, so much growth happens because you're moving into, something that's almost the opposite of who you are. I feel like there would almost be a little bit of like resentment there towards the the desire, like, because it's just like so conflicting. Yeah. Like the resentment towards like this part of yourself that is like so hard on yourself. Yeah. I feel like that's like a lot of conflict to have to cope with. Yeah. Um, as far as like what's going on in your mind. Um, and so maybe sevens need like to just go easy on themselves sometimes, but like, then there's like the the opposite (laughs) where it's like a lot of times they almost always naturally have that. And Mm -hmm. so I don't know. Yeah. Cause I mean, I think you see like a really young, immature seven that hasn't developed the one or five sides of their personality they do seem very flaky, like, and or like irresponsible. I remember once when my grandmother called me irresponsible and I just crumbled because <laughs> it was Aww. the opposite of my desire. Yeah. Um, and I, I just so struggled to follow through on things. And so I think, yes, like, I think that if as a seven, growing is a battle like there's it's a wrestling it's it's I think if we're being honest with ourselves and authentic it's coming to terms with the pain and suffering of the world and growing out of the coping mechanisms that we developed as children in order to survive so like there's a lot emotionally a lot of work that has to be done that's really hard and 
confusing and a therapist really helps. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. I think, yeah, like I think leaning into those different sides of your personality, it empowers you to be able to grow in those areas and like growing is hard, but it's also, it's also really beautiful what comes out of that. Okay, so for sevens that take the path to five and lean into that whole other side of their personality, they may take refuge in this side of their personality in order to withdraw and reflect. They tend to grow in learning how to set healthy boundaries and find a sense of grounding when life feels overwhelming. Mm. They grow in the moderating of their extroversion and figuring out what boundaries they need to set for themselves in order to be healthy and maintain relationships. They, within that, are learning to make space for silence and solitude and time alone and just to like clear, like sevens have such a tendency to always have noise going, always be busy, always on the go. And if they're healthy, they know that they need time alone. Yeah. Otherwise... What will happen is they just kind of cyclically burn out. They mm-hmm. stay busy all the time. They keep going until they, they barely sleep. And then they crash and burn for like a couple of days. And then they're back to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I may have done this <laughs> at one point in my life. But um, That's, it's... I literally knew someone who would just go, 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 go. And then I wouldn't like... There would be like no communication for like... A day and a half. And then they would be like, oh, sorry, I was sleeping that whole time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, yes. I know a handful of people like that. And I that's have, so funny. I've been that person. I thought that wasn't possible. I'm like, what do you mean you've been sleeping this whole time? Or you're just like, <laughs> you know, just completely burned out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, sevens will wow. do that. Like when they're unhealthy or when, I mean, just when you're young, like, and you have the freedom like you're independent for the first time and you don't have any limitations on you until like reality hits and you realize you're a human being and you need sleep. But, uh, yeah, like the, the leaning into that five side of their personality helps them grow in that tension between, yes, I'm extroverted and I get energy from people and I can keep going, but also for me to be a self-aware person, for me to be like at all good at listening to people and expressing empathy and being uh, emotionally healthy enough to um, engage with people and in, in loving ways, I have to spend time alone. I have to like use a journal mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like sit in silence and be okay with that, be okay with myself. Mm-hmm. And it is so hard and really for sevens, What's motivating them, their constant movement, their constant going is anxiety. It is fear. It's mm-hmm. running from their pain. So when they do take the time to stop and sit in silence, it's terrifying. So much insecurity comes up. So much fear comes up. Mm. And it it takes so it takes a lot of maturity and growth and intentionality for a seven to get to the place where they can do that regularly, where they can sit in silence, but they're creative beings at their core. So they have all these ideas, all these passions, all these dreams, all these things that they want to do. But part of the reason they struggle to follow through is they're just too busy. They're always thinking about the next thing. They're always in constant motion. So if you aren't comfortable being alone, 
and sitting in silence, then how is your best creativity going to surface? Anyway, that's part of that move to five is learning how to love the side of yourself that enjoys alone time and knowing that that doesn't make you any less of a person or any less of who you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For one, I would think that sevens would like the whole journaling thing and all of that because of like how big their imagination is and their like desire to like dream and like contemplate, you know, the big things. But I guess it's kind of different to think towards like the inner self and journal about that. Yeah. So I think journaling, so like, yeah, sevens, like a lot of uh, variations of sevens are writers. Like they love to write and they're verbal processors. And so like writing really helps. And so it's not that they don't enjoy journaling. It's that to journal for like long periods of time or to like not just talk about what's happened, but like grieve what they feel through the journaling, mm-hmm. like utilize that to get in touch with their pain. It, it is a way that sevens do typically use to like process things and get in touch with their emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, even more than that, doing that, without music playing, like without like, or just sitting still enough space sitting still for 10 minutes without, and just staring at the wall and like watching the birds outside. Like, yeah, like that, like what that does internally for a seven is huge. Well, I relate to the whole needing to intentionally carve out that silence Because I'm constantly, like, when I'm getting ready in the morning, I want to put on a Netflix show, like, on my laptop or listen to a podcast when I'm in the car. Mm -hmm. Just constantly trying to think, like, what can I set my mind to right now? Even Mm -hmm. if it's productive, Mm -hmm. like, in between moments, I like to do, like, Duolingo and be, like, okay, I'm going to do something productive with my brain because I don't want it to just, like, sit there. But it's more of, like, running away from just the silence of my brain. Yeah. And being okay with just being with myself. So that's – I feel like that's very relatable. Yeah, for sure. And threes are very much like that as well. Um, I have a brother-in-law, and we are not sure if he's a three or a seven, but he – absolutely does that where he cyclically like will work super hard and barely sleep and keep going until he crashes and burns and then you know needs time off because he's sick and Mm -hmm. and he's very young very typical like I was very much that way when I was like 18 19 before I married John at 20 and he brought complete stability to my life (laughs) um but oh. maybe not complete, but <laughs> balanced me out definitely, a little bit. <laughs> definitely having someone else that like you are having to learn rhythms together. It's like mm-hmm. necessary to pull back like the manicness yes. that we might naturally have. For sure. So sevens, as they lean into the five side of their personality, they may find balance between their activity and rest, grow in utilizing their time with more intention. They may also have a tendency to swing from their overly optimistic, enthusiastic side 
to the more skeptical nature of a type five. So where they Mm. just believe the best about people and are super trusting and are just like, yeah, like we're going to, we're going to, we're going to make this happen. And then reality hits and disappointment sets in and there's hurt. They tend to pull back into five and they become more, they're, they're able to look back on what has happened and observe it with more clarity but it does tend to make them feel like put walls up in an unhealthy way and be like, like overreact to that. And then it's, it takes time and a season to be able to re-engage with, to, mm-hmm. to, to, to balance those two of there, there are beautiful things about the seven's gift to see the best in other people and call that out. And learning that people have equal opportunity to act towards you in loving ways and harmful ways. And people tend to tell you who they are. Um, so being able to pay attention to that and not be overly cynical and not be overly trusting and enthusiastic and optimistic. So kind of those two, that spectrum within their own minds and hearts of yes, like I'm going to observe, I'm going to pay attention to red flags. I'm going to let people earn my trust. And I'm a super optimistic person and there's beautiful things about that that gives a seven energy and life and and it's such a blessing to the people around them. Mm-hmm. So it's both. And so part yeah. of going to five is navigating that tension and learning to balance that. Do you think that the tendency to go to the five and be a little bit more critical or cynical, is that a word, cynical? Mm-hmm. For some reason, it doesn't sound like a word to me right now. <laughs> um, but do you think that makes like forgiveness or like a big, you know, blow um, kind of harder to recover from for the seven? Um, I think for the seven, it takes it, it just I think so much of it depends on how emotionally aware they are and um how engaged they are with their pain and anger because those emotions for sevens are really, really hard because they tend to like reframe it away and kind of grow up looking for the silver lining and finding the good in the situation and then don't really process the pain and anger associated with it. They might some, but not. But I feel like once it gets to the point where if they're like, they get past the denial phase and then it's just into wow, that was really bad. And they, they, the, the veil, you know, comes off. Like, what does that do to the seven who usually would be able to have such a positive outlook on a situation? And they're having to deal with these emotions that are maybe a little bit more intense than, yeah, than other numbers. I think it's really hard for sevens to come back from that. And I, I think they do. Right. But I think it just takes time and healing and hope. Yeah. I'm just, yeah, for me, I'm, I'm wondering if it takes a little bit of extra, like, I think it causes sevens to feel like they can't trust themselves and their own judgment. Mm-hmm. Um, when they become aware of that tendency and then get really hurt and disappointed. And so growing in your ability to pay attention to red flags and to practical, like real limitations and then doing that in a way where you're also re-engaging that part of who you are that is a dreamer and an optimist right in a beautiful way 
I think that's really hard for sevens. And it, and a lot of it has to do with learning how to trust yourself again and believe that you can make good decisions and you can rely on the people around you to speak wisdom into your life. And you can have joy and enthusiasm and feel free in that and have hope and be real at the same time. It's not either or. Right. Mm-hmm. You can you can see the bad and still live with the good that you have. Yeah. Ah, so good. Well, that's it for today. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, this discussion on type seven paths, leave a comment, leave a review on iTunes. We read those. We love those. We'd love to hear from you and like, and subscribe if you're on YouTube and make sure to subscribe on the podcast, the reviews, the likes, all those things. Please do those things. Uh, please support us and, (laughs) and, uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram at originality podcast and my personal Instagram page at just loves personality. I like to close out our time together with a quote from C.S. Lewis. No man who bothers about originality will ever become original, whereas you simply try to tell the truth, you'll become original without ever having noticed it. Until next time.